HHDG. Peace, HHDG. We are on another episode of HHDG Media Podcast. We're a little early today, you know. Normally we have our, our shows in the evening, but you'll definitely enjoy what we have coming on today. And as always, shout out our HHDG Media crew, Rock Vader KB, Demare T. Smith, Skelly Top, and myself, Wiki. Always check out the website, as you can see on the bottom, hhdgmedia.com. You go check the latest music that's out, check the merch that we have, and see what up-and-coming events that we also have. Shout out our Facebook group, Hip Hop Discussion Group, HHDG. So always tuning in, where you can also watch this exclusively. Now, before we get into tonight's guest, he he has shown what it is to be an entrepreneur. You know, he, he started up, you know, in, in hip hop and he, he's had influences, which we will will get into. But he has worked from the ground up and created quite the company for himself. And as well, aside from just the company, his own music, his own MCing skills, you know, he's worked with so many talented artists and producers and DJs. He keeps hip hop ingrained in him the way it was when he came up. He just dropped a dope album last week. Ben Kingsley, the Ray Winstone saga. Dope, dope project with an ill producer. Also from the UK, as well as our guest that's going to be does he's putting quite a bit of a, a work with established artists to put out their physical products through his company and we'll get into that as well so without further ado we'd like to introduce the fly hooligan peace 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 how you doing man i'm fantastic my g how are you man Doing good. That's great. That's what I like to hear. Good. Now, before we even get into your company, tell us tell us about you know your, your come up. You know, you, you started out under the name Iron Braids. Yeah, that's right. Um, man, that was a long time ago. For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I started out as Iron Braids. Um, even how I, I started MCing was was kind of like um I wanna say an accident, but you know, you know the universe universe has its ways, right? So um I was I was known as the Wu Tang kid um <laughs> when I was when I was young, like so um I used to go to all the talent shows in the in the hood and just, you know, just reel off any Wu Tang you know, lyric I, I know, you know what I mean? And I'd let it be known, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Wu head. I had my my little, um, I don't know if you remember this, but Wu had this uh, waistcoat um, in the early days. I'm talking like when around the times the demo was flying about. 
um, with the Bible and and the sword underneath it, sword. the Wu Bible mm-hmm. and the sword underneath, yeah. right? So they had this waistcoat floating about as well. On the back of it had the um, had the Wu symbol, um, and it had Wu Tang Clan written across the, the the W and the sword underneath it. That was like one of the first ever, you know, um, Wu logos. So I used to go to all the talent shows rocking that shit <laughs> with pride, you know what I mean? And um, and so, yeah, from that, I got a little bit of a name as the Wu-Tang Kid, you know? And then um, one day at school, this dude um, comes up to me and he was like, yo, man, you, you know, you should you should do this for real, you know? And, you know, you should start emceeing, write your own stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And um, him and another dude um, introduced me to the to the rhyming dictionary and the dictionary and a whole heap of books as well. Um, so yeah, from that point on, like I've, I've just been stuck ever since. I can't even lie, man. I've, I've, I've been stuck ever since. Um, and in a good way too, you know? So yeah, I, I literally, like you said in your, in your intro, I literally have started from the ground up. It's, um, the, the, the place where I'm from, um, which is Halsden. Um, it's in the North, North side of West London. Um, everybody is is into something else you know like in fact when it comes to london my my side of town we're more into the woo stuff you know what i mean we're more into woo okay. like you know um, but everyone else would, would have probably been into onyx or something you know what i mean um but woo mob deep that was us like further up the road from me west london um mozart estate um labrick grove they're more into like the queensbridge um style of hip hop the core mega, you know, um, prodigy stuff like that. But with me, I was into all of it, you know. And Wu, and Wu was really like the biggest influence into that. So yeah, I did my MCing for a hot minute, um, and then I, I had the privilege of uh, meeting RZA when I was um, part of a forty-man street team, forty yeah, forty-deep street team called Militia Street Squad, and uh, we were promoting um, RZA's album Digital Bullet. Um, back mm-hmm. in 2001 and that's when I you know that's when I met Riza and um, during the course of, of of the day we were at um, the venue for his gig and um, DJ Pogo um, who's a well well-known DJ you know in the, in the UK scene anyway um, he's a legendary DJ you know um, he he was supporting Riza and he brought Riza's um, MPC 2000 Excel onto the stage and me and Rizzo was talking at the time, and then that came, that got put on this stand I'd never seen before. I've still never seen a stand like it. Um, mm-hmm. Some crazy, you know, Rizzo's always ahead of the of his time and shit. So um, I saw that I saw the NPC, and I, I asked him what it was, and from there it started a conversation and a demonstration of what the NPC two thousand XL does, and birth and that birthed my production side of things, Iron Chrome production. Um, and uh, yeah, like again, I was stuck in, like for a hot minute making beats um, for, for for people, making money off of it, and so that was an amazing blessing from someone, you know, at such a high caliber um, as Rizzo, you know. Um, so not you know a while after that, uh, I, I lost my pops, and you know I got deeper into the MC and then stuff like that. Then. Um, I'm gonna fast forward a bit. I, I got I got involved in a couple more crews, and then at that point I had met Sean Price, and this was this was when he this was after he released um, 
I wanna say, yeah, it was, it was that, yeah. So this was after he released Monkey Bars. Monkey and bars. Um, yeah, Monkey Bars. It was right after he released Monkey Bars. And he came down to London with Bootcamp Click. And um, nice. I met him, introduced myself to him. And yo, man, we just got along like off the rip. Like we, we got along real well. Um, so I met up with him the following day, he introduced me to the whole Click. Um, and we, yeah, we just built a strong bond from then. You know, we spoke about Islam. We spoke about our fathers, um, which we both lost at the time as well. Um, mm. and, and we had a very, very deep conversation about reinvention. And and that birthed my reinvention um, from Iron Braids into the Fly Hooligan. Um, so yeah, the intro is a bit long-winded, but it, 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 there's a course, there's a reason for it. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it works out, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, the, the people, you know, they learn from that. And, right. you know, when you were explaining how certain parts where you grew up in was more Queensbridge and then more was like the Wu-Tang, you know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, the way the boroughs are over in New York City. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Shaolin, you know what I mean? Stapleton projects, you know, and you got Iraq, that's Queens, you know. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I get it, you know, it's, it's very much like that over here you know but you got to remember um england or london in particular is more driven by dance music that tempo yeah um mm -hmm. you know so for someone who's coming through with like a 90 bpm 82 to 90 bpm it's like it's, not the same. it's almost unheard of you know what i mean so yeah, it yeah. was it was very very difficult for me to not, not not that I really wanted to fit in, because clearly, look, I'm I'm still doing it now, so I don't care about fitting yeah. in anywhere. Like, but it was very difficult to fit into to that agenda. You mm -hmm. feel me? Um, and to the approach that I always took with music, um, you know, because I always stay I always stay true to my influence. I didn't stay I didn't necessarily stay true to my surroundings in that in the sense of um, how I created the music and what influences the the drive of the music you know in terms of the bpms and and the sounds and the sonic waves and all that yeah you know what i mean so yeah it was very 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 different for me you know and um yeah that 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 conversation with p was was very um was was the cataclyst you know what i mean that was the cataclysm to to me becoming the fly hooligan that that sparked off an idea and i was always a I was always an individual with with ideas, always had ideas, but I was always hesitant to move forward with them. Um, but mm. speaking to Sean, you know, he, he influenced me with my reinvention and I influenced him with Islam, you know, because we spoke about Islam. I gave him some scriptures um, to read and stuff like that. We call it Dawah, information. Um, and yeah, like that, you know, that, that in itself built a very strong bond between him and I. Um, and, and yeah, like, you know, I... I I, I kept that to myself for a long time. I got involved with another crew. And then upon my upon my time in that crew, I I, uh, I approached them with this idea that I have, which is gourmet deluxe. And they mm. weren't they weren't buying it, man, you know. And <laughs> and and it reminded me of a time when I sampled Daft Punk. And and this was after I met Rizzo. So I was heavy into making beats and I listened to Daft Punk. I listened to Radiohead, Portishead, Massive Attack, um, you name it, Tricky. I listen, you know, I listen to classical music. I, I listen to all sorts of music, you know what I mean? But I, I remember sampling Daft Punk and my, my homies at the time were, were, were straight dissing it. Like, they're like, why? Not the fact that the beat was whack. Like, they, they didn't think the beat was whack. They just 
were like laughing at the fact that I sampled Daft Punk. And it made me feel funny style, you know what I mean? And 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 I just retracted it. I, I just deleted it off, off the hard drive. But a year later, Kanye West comes out with Stronger, same sample and everything. And so from that point, I always knew like, yo, like you're always ahead, like you're always ahead of your time. But the only thing holding you back is you you allowing people with their with their influences and, and their yeah. opinions, mm-hmm. uh, implementing their fears onto you, and you're taking it on board and shit. It's like that's none of your business, you know. Um, so yeah, from that point, I always remembered that too. So I, I came to the crew with that with this idea of gourmet deluxe, and basically my approach is the, the fly hooligan, uh, musically and sonically, and they weren't really you know they weren't really so buying, fun. you know, and. Um, I just, I just, I broke away from the crew and I went ahead and did my own thing. It was, it was a process, you know, I knew, I knew what I wanted to do, what I wanted to say. Um, I knew, I knew what the consequences would be. I knew that it would be literally starting from the ground, like literally starting all over again. And that's what I was most excited about. I didn't, I didn't necessarily um, have a care in the world about what opinions would be. Um, I just wanted to do it. And, and and I said to myself, I'm never gonna, you know, hesitate again. And and in fact, sorry, I got I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. It was when I lost my friend Bianca, may she rest in peace. Um I had a very deep conversation with her before she passed away about my talents, my potential, and my unwillingness to to just move forward with things and always waiting for someone else to catch up to, to what I'm thinking. You know, I'm already trying to catch up with my with myself as it is, but then you're waiting for other people to catch up with the vision. Um, and and it was like, yeah, like you know, yeah. Once she passed away, I was I was I was all systems go to be honest with you. And um, I experimented a few times as well as Iron Braids, and I felt boxed in. And then once I got involved with the fact with the last crew, um, I got my plan together. I took that time to to get my plan together, broke away from them. And then came back with with full force as the fly hooligan. Um, and again, thanks to Sean P, he introduced me to he he indirectly introduced me to Westside Gun, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then yeah, in in, in early early 2015, um, we we formed a, a a relationship, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and yeah, man, you know the rest, the rest as you know. <laughs> That's amazing. So you know, you gave you gave the the fans and listeners a lot right there. So I got you know some things to say about some of what you said. Now, initially, after being introduced to Sean Price, you became good friends with Grim of the Villains. That's right. That's right. I know Rim. I know Rim really well, man. You know what I mean. Um, it, it it was only after um, P passed away um, we spoke a, a lot more, um, and how I see it, you know, something I again is something is something I um, sort of inherited from from P, you know, this this attitude of like, yo, if I see you as fam, and that's your fam, that's my fam now, you know what I mean? You ain't got no choice, you mm. know. So it's kind of like that. What you know, as soon as me and Rim started speaking properly, I was like, yeah, your family now, man. You ain't got no choice. You're, you're stuck with me now, B. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Rim DeVille, man. Big shout out to him. Bernadette as well. That's the queen. 
Yes, you know, Tech and Steel, those are my big brothers. Love them. You know what I mean? Love them, you know, for sure. For real, for real, man. Uh, and Rotness Monster, of course. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, love. That's dope. Now, before we go into you becoming the Fly Hooligan, as Iron Braids, you work with, you know, a few well-known people. Guilty Simpson, mm-hmm. Lewis Parker from the UK as well. Yes, sir. Um, there, there was Fat Cat as well, um, yeah. mm-hmm. aka Ronnie Euros, um, M1 from Dead Prez as well. Um, yeah. Quite oh, a few Melanin heads. Nine. Yeah, yeah, Melanin Nine as well. Um, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's only when you put it into, it's only when you say it, like, I'm like, yeah, actually, I did, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> I worked with quite a few people. I'm the type, I just keep it moving, you know, I don't, I don't really like, I don't really look back. It's only recently I've been able to look back at things and just be like, yeah. But I'm I'm an individual. Generally, I don't I don't really I don't really like memories, man. And it's only recently, um recently, oh no. Um it, it, we, uh, we 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 talk quite a lot, uh, me and oh no do. And um, you know, he he's laid he's laid into me a few times about deleting projects and not keeping stuff and you know just just moving on without you know even big ghost as well that those are two individuals that always tell me like yo really you need to you need to keep your shit you know what i mean you need to keep your shit you know so okay yeah man so it's like yeah man it's it's been it's it's been one of those ones you know and and i'm i'm in this place now you know where where i just keep keep it keep it in mind to like always appreciate the past because I'm, I'm here now because of the past, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. Yep. And one of your, your early releases as the Fly Hooligan is Ray Winstone. Tell me when you became a fan of him. Oh, man. Since a kid, because I saw Scum. Scum. which 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 scarred me man that, as a kid that shit scarred me bro like it was that was a very serious movie uh, as yeah. a child seeing that because it, it, it was initially a series um on bbc one and it got cancelled so what they did was they took some of the episodes um and and made it into a into a um a film and um so yeah ever since then you know when he just retaliated with the bullies and stuff, I, I, I've always, I've always liked it. I've always liked the idea of standing up to bullies and just flipping the script on them. So yeah, scum, scum. Yeah, I, I've been a fan since scum, man. You know what I mean? And then I saw Sexy Beast, and it was like, yeah. Oh man, that's a wrap after that. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen um the bouncer. Um, that's a short film he did. Fucking fire, man. That's no, nah, I didn't man. see that one fire you gotta see that man it's 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 a snippets of it is on on um audio snippets of it is on ray winston as well because i took bits and pieces from from some of his films um and yeah like so, so that yeah ray was and that's kind of what influenced the name as well because i was watching it and i was like man this dude's a fly hooligan he he he's slick with it but he looks like he can break some skulls man you know what i mean right, so right, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah a bit of a hooligan with it you know what i mean so then and i was just like oh sh- yeah like, that's yeah man that's how that name came through dope dope mm. and then after that you came with um fuck your life praise mine praise mine yes sir yes sir yeah that that was um 
that was a statement, man. It was not necessarily a statement, but it was just how I viewed Instagram. You know, that's how I still view Instagram. It's like, you know, fuck what, fuck what you're doing. You know, you got you got to come here and give me my likes. Give me, give me your attention. You know what I mean? Like, fuck what you're going through. You know what I mean? <laughs> come and praise, come and praise the highlights of my life. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I got that from. And, and um, you know, the, the cover art as well was like, it was representative of us. You know, mm. we're, we're not seen, but the things that make us shine are seen. You know, the gold. Um, and, and that could metaphorically mean our talents. You know, sports, music, art, move, like acting. Um, it's all of it. Yeah. Um, opera, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's our talents always shine, but you never see us, you know what I mean? Us, yep. so, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and when you do see us, it's a problem. Yeah. And when you do see us, it's a problem, you know. So so yeah, that was like, you know, and, and that that individual um that I used for the cover, um, his life is also testament to to that statement as well, because he is a king or or a Santihini, as we say in Ghana. Um, he's a chief of of a tribe back in Ghana, and he takes care of over like a hundred thousand people. You know what I'm saying? He's responsible for over a hundred thousand people, mm. but he's a mechanic in Germany. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's that that's one that's humility. You know, I I find anyway. I think that's mad humble. Um, and 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 two again, you're in a society where you're not seen. You're seen as something else. You're not really seen for the for the jewels you possess and the jewel that you are, you know? Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, yeah, my, my, my stuff is always multi-layered. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dope. Yo, man. And right after that, I think it was the same year, you released Scum. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I don't even have that one. I don't even have that. Card. Really? Wow. Yeah, man. Yo, <laughs> you stunted on me right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Wow. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, man. Love that album. Love that album. That was the first album I did as the Fly Hooligan. Mm -hmm. Um, it, you know, as you will know, like my, my cadence is very, my voice, even the tone of my voice is very, very different on that album compared to. Right. Ray Winston onwards, you know, um, because I was still trying to, I was still figuring it out. I played that album to, to Michael Parkinson, um, where in his demo stage, and he was just blown away. He was like, "Yo, cuz you're onto something, man. Keep going." I'm like, "Yeah, bro. Like, I'm already five albums deep in my head. You know what I mean?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, my fuck your life, praise mine was done over the weekend, you know." So. Mm -hmm. Wow. It, it was it was all something that was the, all of that stuff because I don't know if I've got ADHD or some shit, but I can't I can't write notes. I find it very difficult to write notes, so everything is in my head. Um, that's why I always say I'm playing catch up with my head. My physical is always playing catch up with my head. Everything is in here, so um, hmm. so yeah, like it's, it might Ben Kingsley might sound new to you, might be a week old to you, but it's twenty years old to me. You know what I mean? First time I ever saw Ben King. Um, first time I ever saw um, Sexy Beast. It was already an album in my head. I knew all the snippets. I knew all the um, the sound bites that I was gonna use. Um, 
the the album cover was made in 2019 um so you know like yeah man i'm always i'm always ahead you know no matter how anyone wants to see it that's what the timeline is there for you know um but it's the, the, that's that's the beautiful thing about being a creative i'm not i'm not necessarily the you know intentionally um trying to be a, a, an entrepreneur or anything but i just love the culture i just love the i just love the culture you know um of art creating um somewhat inventing um and inspiring as well you know um so yeah that's where i'm at and with the album scum you previously mentioned that you were introduced and working with west side gun early this was the same track that was on the album but before the physicals were actually out this was available digitally this is like around the time that i noticed that you were working with him yeah that was that was actually the first track i ever did as the fly hooligan because even when you hear it like and i'm pretty sure he would still call me braids now like if if west side gun saw me now heard or when you or i walk into a room you'd be like what up braids you know what i mean because mm -hmm. in the verse you will hear him he says hey, your hey, your braids right. past the gauge you know what i'm saying so yeah like that's 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 how far back it goes so yeah i'm i'm fully embedded in this whole new like hip-hop renaissance that we got going on you know it's, it's not i ain't some nigga like trying to ride a wave you know because because i seen i seen someone get some love out of it nah 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 i've I been i've been been I've been, been, been in it like that. You know what I mean? I'm a part of it, man. Yeah. And and with the, we had, we briefly spoke about, you know, your company, Gourmet Deluxe. But with that type of name, you know, it's it's like you, you're, you're, you're bringing the, the best fresh food being the music. And yes, sir. For, those, for those that have seen your physicals, from the vinyl CDs that is like a staple for y'all to all the other projects. You know, you got the hoodies, you got the cassettes, you know, it, it's all top quality. Snaps, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. We, we, we do it all, man. But again, I'm not, you know, the vinyl CDs, I've got a credit, um, I got to credit Uncle Tim for that as well, um, because when when we met through his nephew, you know, we had a very long um, conversation, um, and we got to understand where we both were in our lives at that point and what we wanted to achieve for the game. Because at that time, I don't know if you recall, I'm not gonna say no names, but a lot of dudes was was selling CDRs with the with their shit written on there. I mean, in some plastic clear wallet and shit. I don't even have that kind of stuff around me. But it was like literally a CDR with with um, with a permanent marker of their name and the name of the album. If that, you know what I'm saying? In some plastic wallet and that shit was going for $100 a pop. And, and, and a lot of the times niggas was still waiting for their CD to come through the post. You know, so we saw that. And, um, and, and I'm the kind of dude, I will sit back like I grew up with the saying shut up and pay attention. That's the that's I grew up on that. You see what I'm saying? So I shut I shut up and I pay attention. 
and I look, I, I look at the panoramic view, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I see, I see the gray areas and then I fill them in with color. You know what I mean? And, 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 and Tim and, and uncle Tim was on that same vibe and he saw that as well. And he, he came to me with that amazing idea. And I had a great, I had a great plan to push that amazing idea and vision. And, and, mm -hmm. and we were the perfect partnership for that, you know, and, we always we always made sure that every release we did we we would extensively look at the possibilities of of presentation so it wouldn't just be like oh here's an idea cool let's put it out now it's not that we 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 never rushed it we never rushed it you know and if he says one thing i'm saying 50 other things as well so it's like so many possibilities but oh okay what if we use um uh, a vinyl CD, put it in a jewel case, have that wrapped up with a, um, uh, a OB strip and then gift wrap that, you know, you don't even know, bro. Like it's, it's mad. And I'll be up four 5 AM in the morning, creating new artwork and stuff like that. So not only am I writing rhymes, that'll be the only time. Like I'll be on my phone is if I'm creating new artwork, fuck your life, praise mine, Ray Winston. That was all done on my phone, you know, and I mm. sent it, Ray Winston, wow. I sent that off. Yeah, Ray Winston and Fuck Your Life, Praise Mine. I, I created that on the app on my phone, sent that to my brother, Rings of Saturn, who does all my music videos. And he 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 did a, he, he cleaned it up for me, you know? It's as simple as that. I'm a minimalist anyway, so I feel that's what makes it very easy for me to express um, the, the, the fineness in presentation, you know? So, yeah, man. Go make deluxe, baby, to the world. There you go. Yeah. Now I don't have it with me, but your your release of Michelin EP, mm -hmm. I, I got the that, that pink vinyl. Ooh. That was an old one that you put together. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Again, that was that was me and Tim, man, doing our best, doing the doing what we do best. You know what I mean? And um, he uh, he he's a Michelin chef as well, so it just made sense that whole presentation. You know, um, again, that was a project I'd done within, I think, if I ain't gonna, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, all right, I'm gonna be generous, I'll say two days, again, that was like a weekend, um, I, I made that project, and uh, and it was real simple, because, you know, one one of the tracks um, is completely, a ver it's a complete verse just from Recognize Ali um, as well, so I was, on, man, I love hip-hop, man, hip-hop hip-hop hip -hop is a relationship you learn things from your partner and stuff like that you know so it's like what i did there was something that jizza did was something that killer priest did you know um something that mugs did dj mugs you know what i'm saying so and, and i'm not an individual who's afraid to share his limelight his stage his, his spotlight whatever it is i'm i'm not afraid of that i'm very confident in my own talent you know, and I believe that's what makes me different from a lot of other artists, um, whether here or, or in America, it doesn't matter where. Um, I've never been afraid to share my platform with with another artist. So, and I feel recognize Ali is still a very, very, like he was, I, he was one of my favorites then, and he's still one of my favorites now, you know what I mean? So I felt it made sense having him, having, you know, having his own track on there. And again, I'm the only uh, I'm the only other MC outside of Griselda that's got Keisha Plum on the project as well. 
That's so, true. Yeah. And not many know this, but Keisha and I have an EP together, a spoken word EP that we did um, back in 2016. Um, so, yeah. I don't know if that ever see the light of day, but yeah, man. Shout out to Keisha Plum, though. You know what I mean? That's dope. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, now, you know, you got the you got the dope product with Gourmet Deluxe. Tell us, you know, a part of your thought process because the artists that you have that you put out through your label, you know, they're they're well they're well known whether it's they're up and coming and independent or they already reached that point. You know, just just tell us, you know, a little bit about, you know, how, how you pick who you reach out to, because like you said, you are part of hip hop. So you're also a fan, so I know you're listening to these artists. Absolutely. Thankfully, I've you know I've got I've had a small team over the years um, who who also are fans and they listen out for stuff. And and we have we you know you can't say you know people like Sean Price, Westside Gun, Conway, Planet Asia, um, man, knowledge the pirate. You, you can't say you know these Vic Spencer. You can't say you know these people and you're going to listen to some half-hearted shit after that. It's, mm-hmm. I can't say I'm the fly hooligan and have this ill-ass cataloging and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to allow someone whose music is super subpar to what I even do, you know, to come on my label and, and put this shit out. No, that ain't ever happening. That's never, ever, ever happened. I don't care about the money. We ain't on no greedy shit. I've never been on no greedy thing over here. You know what I'm saying? I've always looked for the economical way for the fans to get the most out of what they've paid for. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, for me, it's always about, it's always been the culture first. I've always put the culture first, you know? And um, yeah, so when when a, when an artist, most of, to be honest with you, 90% of the time, artists have approached us, thankfully, because they, they see, they also, I've got to attribute them in, in, a, in a sense of, they see the potential in what we do. You know, what we do is dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's fire. So they see that and they're complimenting us by by coming to us and asking us, you know, uh, humbly to to um to put their stuff out for them, you know? And so, you know, we're 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 always we're always thankful for that for sure. That's dope, man. Hmm. You know, shout out to, you know, all these artists, because I, I know at one point there's going to be someone else that you're going to put on out there that I'm like, damn, I know who this is too, and they don't. Exactly, so, exactly. I mean, you already work with Sleep Sinatra, Kay Burns, mm-hmm. oh man, mm-hmm. Crime Apple, yep. Ty Farris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, yep. the list is just getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed, man. And again, I'm, I'm thankful, and these are, these are individuals that have gone on to set up their own situation, their own label and stuff like that as well. Crime Apple, you know, um, it's a conversation we've had, a f- you know, a couple of times when when I brought him over here to London for the first time um, to shoot our video, um, Fly Apple. And, you know, mm. we, we, we discussed the whole label situation and how, you know, I encouraged him. I was very encouraging of that, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm happy to see his situation as well. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a greedy dude. I'm not a jealous dude. I'm just, I'm just a ill dude. That, that's why I'm fly. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm the fly hooligan, bro. Like, not, none of it scares me, man. At the end of the day, it's all, it's all in the aid of the culture. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all for the culture, and it's all for legacy and history. You know what I mean? 
and um and it's a beautiful thing to, to look at it from that perspective usually people are just seeing the money um or just seeing like the clout but i yeah. i see much larger than that you know what i mean i see much larger i see 20 30 years from now you know what i mean when someone's trying to you know when someone's trying to put together a documentary about the hip-hop renaissance you know what i'm saying like if if i'm alive at that point i'd love to be in that documentary you know what i mean Definitely but i see it coming in. i see it coming you know what i mean i could mm. see it clear as day i could see it clear as day you know so yeah Definitely, yeah. Definitely should be part of that. And before we talk about the Ben Kingsley album, you dropped a dope promo for Woo Baby, part one through three. <coughs> now, when I first saw this, I didn't tell you before, but I'm I'm from Staten Island, so I remember I remember when the Woo was was slinging those those uh, cassettes out there. And that's one of the first things that came to mind when I when I saw the promo for Woo Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, that and that's what we that's what I wanted to do. Um, big shout out to the homie Souls of Mischief. Um, you know, he he had the he had the idea and, and I went with it, you know what I mean? Because again, you know, it's 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 just great working with with like-minded people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it makes it makes life easier. So when I'm saying something, it's like, yeah, I see you. I've done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's brilliant. You know, you don't have to spend three, four, five hours explaining something. You know what I'm saying? It's just, boom, there it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that was fire, man. I, and, I, and I believe he saw that. He saw that from when I did Woo Baby 1. He, he saw that. He was just waiting for me to, to approach him and be like, yo, this is my idea. What you saying? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm on it. Two, three weeks is done, you know. So yeah, man, that's that's a blessing. And again, homage, homage to Wu. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm a Wu head. I'm a Wu baby. For, for what ODB said, I'm living proof of that. Wu Tang is for the children, uh, and and I'm living, I'm walking proof of that. You know, what I mean, to the T. You know, so I'll, I'll always be grateful first and foremost to what Wu did because that opened my mind up to everything else in the world. You know. I learned more from Wu than I did from school. <laughs> That's a fact. And a lot of people did. A lot of people yeah. did. You know, when, when we were being taught in, like in music in, um, in school, when we were being taught how to use the Casio piano, like RZA was already on Pro Tools. <laughs> you know what I mean? So until I saw a documentary on how Face, um, um, Enter the Face Six Chambers was created, I didn't know shit about Pro Tools. But I saw it on that documentary or that interview. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I want to get my hands on Pro Tools. Then I found out about Cubase. You know what I mean? So it says it all, really. It says it all. Dope, dope. Interesting. Now, now that we're talking about the album, Michael Parkinson, Mr. Me, Myself, and Akai himself, you know, he, he did his thing. He showed why his production needs to be heard more and why he's so skilled at his production. Mm -hmm. He is, he, he, he is um, an amazing talent and, and it frustrates me a lot to see how hard he works 
and for the very little recognition that he gets, you know, he's he's my Pete Rock. You know what I mean? That's that's my Pete Rock right there. Um, and ever since the day I first heard him spit, he reminded me of Buckshot as well. I don't know why, but <laughs> but that's that's my Pete Rock, man. Parky is just so ill with with the beats, and um, I ma- I made it my personal um, challenge to challenge him and and get get the best out of him, get different kind of. I wanted the beats that no one else would have thought about picking from Parky. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the fly hooligan. That's it. Like. And if you don't know, you better get to know because you're a square right about now. You know what I mean? So you, you, if the more you know me, the more you know I don't settle for what everyone else gets. I, I, I want, I want my shit bespoke. I want my shit tailor made, like on some Oswald Barting shit. You know what I mean? So some Maurice Sedwell shit. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want the generic stuff. You get me? I, I don't want that. So, you know, I brought, I, I brought that to Parky. You know what I'm saying? And. and <sighs> In, in true in true fashion like in true hip-hop fashion he responded man and and as you know already man the, the, the beats are phenomenal you know what i'm saying even if you just want to hear the album for the beats i can understand i can understand that because i picked some ill beats you know what i mean yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yeah and you know people oh looks like he Disconnected for a second. Well, well, while he he comes to connect back in, I was going to talk about you know the guest features on here. You know, they're, they're minimal, but they still came through. And with as we were just speaking about Michael Parkinson with his production, he showed a wide array of what he's capable of doing on there. You know, call me. Call me trap is one that sticks out. It might not be a thumping beat, but the way the fly hooligan was all over that was amazing. Then we also had, as we were speaking on Woo Baby, we had Don Pacino on there from Killer Army. He came and represented. And then also we had on here, coming out of Brooklyn, DV alias Christ, who most of us know coming up with Smooth the Hustler and Trigger the Gambler. You know, he's not just a, a person that can harmonize on there, but we know that he can spit too. There's definitely some, you know, some dope work on here. everyone we're back again you know we had a little bit of technical difficulties but as we continue on with our, our, our dope interview with uh the fly hooligan out in the uk you know we're briefly talking about the label and you know executive producing and doing everything from the ground up but let's let's go a little a little different right now tell us about your logo volkswagens especially the mark ii Ooh, that was like the Mark II was like my 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 second car or my third car I ever had. I, I started driving at a very early age as well. I bought my, my first car when I was 13 years old, which is crazy in England to do, you know what I mean? 
um, and it was a Mazda uh, 323LX, Mazda 323LX. Then my next ride was a Daihatsu, and then the car I always wanted was a Golf Mark II Golf GTI. Woo! Illest car ever, man. It was white. It was white with the spoilers and everything. Um, it was just the illest, the illest ride ever, man. It was cheap to run. The parts was cheap. Uh, my pops was a mechanic as well. He did, he did, he did body work. He did engine, all of that. He did it all. So um, he always, you know, I knew what scrapyards to go to to get to get parts. You know, it it was it was very easy to run. I had I had a Mark II Golf, and I also had a Jetta as well. Um, a blue, what was it? It was a blue Jetta. Um, and yeah, those those two rides were the best. But the Mark II, oh man, it was ill. And um, I remember I kept getting, I, I kept getting in trouble in my Mark II Golf. And um, I kept getting caught without a license and shit. So I remember I had to sell it to to one of my older friends. Um, I think I think for like a thousand, you know, thousand dollars, the equivalent of a thousand dollars. Oh no, actually back then it would have been double. It would have been double. So I sold it for eight hundred pounds. So yeah, it would have been sixteen hundred dollars um, at the time, and I fucking regretted it, man, because. Literally a week later, a van drove right into it, right into the side, and it flipped over about four times. And my nigga walks out the car wreck like nothing happened. <laughs> so that's why I love Mark II Golfs, man. Like anything could happen in that car, and you're just you're walking out of it nicely, you know. So yeah, like, I love that ride, man. I love that ride for real. Oh well, no, I was saying, are there any like? you see any like shows or like people you know get together with Volkswagens out there oh there's loads of shows um out here man but I haven't I haven't actually I haven't actually been to one um there's one not too far from um where I used to live there's a spot called Ace Ace Cafe and you get a lot of there's a lot of get-togethers out there um especially golfs Hells Angels meet up out there and stuff the, the, you know, the Harley Davidson crew, you know what I mean? Like, they all meet up out there, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of them get-togethers, man. But I, I'm still yet to reach one. Soon, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Very soon. Probably even shoot a video at one. So, so if you was a, a get a... Yeah, that too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know... Also, for showing you your love of the Volkswagens, you had it on the back cover of Ben Kingsley album. Had to be done, you know what I mean? That's the uh, that's the eighties and nineties ride, man. That's the ride of the eighties and nineties, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so I, I always say, man, if if you told me to, if if someone gave me the choice between a Lambo and a Mark II Golf, that's a no-brainer for me, man. Mark II all day long. Kitted out, fully kitted out Mark II, R32, if anything. You know what I mean? Kitted out, you know. it's You can't go wrong, man. The parts are always going to be there and they're always going to be a lot cheaper, a lot easier to run, you know. So it's definitely, yeah, that's, that's my ride, man. That's my most favourite car ever. 
yeah, like I was showing you, I, I, I still own my, my Corrado. I've had it since um, 2004. Wow. Third owner. Woo. Yeah. yeah, I remember that clip um, you had on your Instagram, man, when you was riding that. That ride, it's, it, that ride sounds beautiful, man. That engine sounds beautiful. It's purring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And and I'm pretty sure yeah. the service history got, or the, the, the servicing is mad. It's cheap, like you know. What I mean, it's not. It's nothing crazy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. So, Only thing is now those parts are starting to be be a little more rare. So I have my my, my certain go-to spots that you know are still reliable with the parts. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's almost like here as well, man. It's it's becoming more and more obsolete, you know. And and over here we got this thing called the Eulers. And if your car's over a certain age, they're taxing you hard. They're taxing you hard. That low emission zone type shit. You know, so yeah, like they they're trying to get wow. rid of yeah, they're trying to get rid of all of that shit. So if if you own a golf you might as well live out in the sticks and have a, a fucking garage to, to store that shit in it and then only take out on the weekends. That's that's literally it now. You can't, you know, you're not really going to see a golf on, on, on the sidewalk anymore, like on, on the streets. You're not really going to see that anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sticking with the, the album, you got to talk about the offer done by Statmaster Austin, he's been doing a lot of dope work for album covers. I I seen that from a very long time. Uh, that's another thing I can boast about, man. And I got the receipts. If anyone wants to doubt me, I, I've been I've been on Statmaster Austin's case. I've been on his case. I I already knew what he was gonna do before he even did it, you know. And I made it very clear to him, you know. Um, he done artwork for this group that I champion a lot, they're called CNL. Um, they're based out in Cali. And they got that, they got that definitive, definitive Jooks vibe to them, you know, um, that company flow vibe to them. And I, I think, I think they're very, very ill. Yeah. Um, and um, that's where I first saw, no, tell her like, yeah, but that's, that's where I first got the name to the artwork. I kept, I kept seeing the artwork because he does this like, Stabmaster Arson's got another style of art that he does, which which I'm totally like in love with, like you know, and it's very Afrocentric looking, you know, very very tribal, um, and so I I used to see that here and there, but I weren't sure if it was him or not, and then I saw the CNL artwork um, through through Gourmet Deluxe actually. We put out I think it was their second album or something. And I saw that artwork and I was like, whoa, I was blown away, man. I was like, yeah, this dude's going to be killing it in a few years. That's that's worth to anything. I said, dude's going to be killing it in a few years. And then um, I'm sure it's 2019 or 2020. I reached out to him. I told him what I was doing with Ben Kingsley. And and that was pretty much it, man. And I, and I said to him, I said, yeah, you, you're going to be killing it soon. So, you know, I need to get I need to get my artwork now. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I predicted, I, I predicted a lot of things was gonna happen for him. You know, and 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 here we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, homie's killing it. You know, um, I, and I think that's 
that's one of my gifts, man. It's like that sort of A and R kind of visionary. You know and I'm saying you can, you, I can see the potential in people most of the time before they see it in themselves. You know, um, and I'm not, and I'm not afraid. It's not, it's not no dick riding shit. You know, what I'm saying it's, it's always good to encourage people and let them know, like you know, you, you, you can, you can see, you can see good, good things happening for them. You know what I mean? And, and you're on their side, man. This ain't no ulterior motive shit. You know, it's it's none of that. It's just the kind of person I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you know, when you said CNL, because I'm not used to hearing about the name. Is you know, you talking about Chuck and Lock, right? There you go, Chuck and Lock, man. Like big yeah. shout out to them. Yeah. I'm yeah. forever. Ch- I'm yeah. forever gonna champion yeah. them dudes. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm forever gonna champion them. You heard it first, boy. Yeah. Really said it. Yeah, them them dudes is ills. Yeah. Them dudes is ill. Straight up. Yeah, they're fire, man. Chuck they're fire. And Lockjoy, I hope y'all tuning in, listening to that. Yeah, man. I I, I really get that respect, definitely. Yeah, man. I I, I wish them nothing but the best, man. I, I really want to see them dudes win because, like I said, they're bringing back that that megahertz, Canox. Definitive, that whole different yak balls, all of them, that whole that whole energy, you know what I'm saying? Um, they got it, man. I don't know how, but they got it. You know what I mean? I think, and I think that I think that's so ill. Like I think it's so ill. It's very different to to the typical sound that we're used to right now. Um, and yeah, man, if I had more yeah. time, more yeah. more bread, I, you know, I would just I would just pay the way for them. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, it, it always starts with a word, and so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put my first word in, man, and be like, yeah, man, chuck and lock, see you now. Fire, fire. Shout out to them, Delaware hip hop. Yes, sir. Surprising, right? Not too many people know. Seen too many nah, and, and yeah, guys, and they're in a position where exactly, exactly, exactly. And and they they're in a position where they can really put Delaware on the map, like on a on a different level. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, I, I really do hope they're able to to do that. Now, like, you got to make the luck. So you know, is there an estimated time where you might get a uh, physicals of uh, Ben Kingsley? Oh yeah, for sure. The, you know, the physicals are coming. Um, <laughs> I'm in no rush. Hate to say it like that, but it's. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I just like to gauge it, man. I, I like to gauge the energy. I like to gauge the 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 um, the demand, so to speak. You know, um, and there's a lot more um, releases that I I would like to do um, physicals for as well. So. If, for instance, people are more demanding for Fly Ghost, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm drop Fly Ghost physicals before I drop Ben Kingsley phys- physicals, you know. So, yeah, I'm I'm just sitting back watching it, um, just watching the whole movie unfold. You know what I mean? I'm just watching the story unfold right now. But it's definitely coming. The top of the top. Deluxe, definitely. And one thing we haven't really spoke on yet about the album is features. Mm. You got DV Alias Price, 
Don Pacino had to kill Army for my homegirl, Staten Island. Woo. And I'm I'm assuming it's your, it's your alter ego. Yeah, 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 yeah. Julio Iglesias. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that. That's the younger in me, where the wild one. That felt, that, felt, that felt like okay. That that felt like you was you was um, channeling the the inner Ghostface and Raekwon right there. Facts. <laughs> you already know. You already know. Ghostface, Raekwon, Biggie, Warning. You know what I mean? Um, DMX, Damien. You know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that channel right there. That I was dealing with, man, and um, I thought, why not? That you see, that's the thing. When 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 I hear a sound, or when I hear a certain sample or a sound in a beat at the right time, the the, the shit just happens in a few minutes, man, literally. And if I don't move fast enough, it's gone. You know what I mean? Um, so thankfully, I was able to channel that energy. And hold on to that energy until the track was done, <laughs> until the track was complete. You know what I mean? That, that was a that was a very ex, uh, exciting thirty minutes for me. You know, I, I had fun making that track. Yeah, man, it was dope. Yeah. And rare ghosts, you know, yeah, rare ghosts. My Bye bye. I just realized we got a delay. Okay. No, I'm saying go ahead. You were saying something about Ray and Ghost. Yeah, Ray Ghost and Nas, they're my top three of all time. So that's, that's, I think that's quite obvious. I, I, I like to think that's quite obvious. But yeah, man, that's, those are my top three, man, all day long. gonna say was um one of my favorite tracks and I it was a you know the storytelling and Michael Parkinson went a different route with production that's gourmet trap. Mm. Right. Go gourmet trap gourmet trap had a drum drum um track over it already but I told Parky to take that shit out and send me the sample by itself. The, the loop you know the loop sample by itself and then yes you know i kind of spazzed on it you know what i mean I, I had fun with that man i wanted i wanted my flow to be the drum track you know what i mean i want i wanted my flow to be that like you know you you follow the flow and and you know like all right this is where this is this is the pocket these are the pockets you know um, so you didn't necessarily need a beat for it. You know what I mean? And while we're speaking on Mr. Me, Myself, and the Kai himself, let's talk about 12 Bricks. Ooh! Yes, sir. Fire. Fire. All right, you got, you got, you, <laughs> you got everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything, man. Woo. Yeah, 12 Bricks, man. That's a fire album as well, for real. 
how is it working with a juggernaut? Because I know you worked with him before. Yeah, no, it's dope working with Trunks. You know, you you ended the album with a banger. Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's dope working with drugs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's 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 very seamless. You know what I mean? Very seamless. Um, no egos are involved. Um, lots, lots of fucking laughter. You know what I mean? Lots of laughter, man. Um, very, it's, it's a very relaxed, it's a very relaxed energy working with him. You know what I mean? don't feel no pressure at all i don't feel pressure in general anyway so just being just being in the in the lab with him seeing how he works working with it um yeah it, it was it was it was cool man it was dope you know what i mean it was a dope energy glass mortar we 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 hadn't we hadn't um formally meet we didn't formally meet at that point i think i did I did that in my home studio. I did my verse in my home studio and um, I sent that through to him. Um, that was another five minute thing. Like, as soon as I heard the beat, I knew what I was going to do over it, you know? Um, and then, yeah, like in about five, 10 minutes, I had that sent over to him. And, and you know, the rest, as they say, is history. I got, I got one more for you. You built a, really good relationship with prime apple and you you're on a dope joint he's also featuring sunny jim on this album <laughs> yeah nine nine pound hammer in hammersmith <laughs> yeah boy there's a dope story yeah. behind that one there's a dope story behind that one so nine pound hammer is a strand is a strand of uh broccoli let's say it's a strand of broccoli i had when I brought Crime Apple over to shoot the um, Fly Apple video. And um, that shit was so lit, bro. Like, that shit was lit. <laughs> that that strand was very, very lit. Nine pound hammer. And we was in Hammersmith most of the time as well. So yeah, that's that's where that title comes from, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Crime Apple, man. Very, very good dude. Like, my people's right there, for real, for real. DJ Brown as well. Shout out DJ Brown. Round 13, you know what I mean? Big salute to them. Shout out Buck Dudley as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big salute to Buck Dudley. You know what I'm saying? Big salute to Buck Dudley, yeah. Buck Dudley, ill producer, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Once again, you know, great having you on. I love that you, you, you gave us, you know, us the history of you coming from Iron Braids to the, the Fly Hooligan, telling us about Gourmet Deluxe, Ben Keasley album, and just, you know, you know, overall coming up and hip hop is in you. Hip hop is you. We, we appreciate that. Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate you too. Um, and yeah, man, hip hop's forever going to live within me. You know what I'm saying? And I love this shit. It's, it's, it's put food on my table. It's it's helping me write my own history, you know what I'm saying, in, in a culture that's vast and 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 artistic and expressive and open, you know, it, it's a beautiful culture. And the more the more we give, the more we get, you know. And and that's that's just my ethos on that. 
you know. Um, shout out to everyone in America who fucks with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everyone all over the world who fucks with Huli, you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot more coming. I won't let you down, man. You know, I, I want to make history, fam. I'm going to keep saying I'm resilient. I've got a thick skin. <laughs> you know, so yeah, man, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm still going off 72 hours of no sleep. So, and it's, it's all hip hop related, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I give it up, B. You know, I give it up, man. You, you, you know, you might, you might not see me on the socials all the time, and that's why, because I'm always behind the scenes working, at some, working on something or helping someone else with their career, you know what I mean? Like I said, that's how you make history, man. You got, you got to build that, you got, you got to build that, that lane for the culture, you know what I mean? So, yeah, again, much appreciated. You know, keep supporting the movement. Gourmet Deluxe to the world, man. Gourmet rap to the world. Straight up. And as always, we go give you shout outs and let the world know where they can go and support the Fly Hooligan, Gourmet Deluxe. Yeah, man, just Instagram. It's D-A-F-L-Y-H-O-O-L-I-G-A-N. That's the same handle for Twitter. Um, Bandcamp, you can you can hit us up on Bandcamp. Gourmet we'll Deluxe, it says it right here, baby. Uh, Bandcamp right here. So or just Google Gourmet Deluxe. G O U R M E T D E L U Triple X. I mean, pounds rule everything around me, man. All the time, all day, every day, man. You know what I mean.